let's start out like uh, talking about this uh, this webinar. We're going to take about 30 minutes to talk about this book and our information about what we know about climate crisis and the appropriate solutions for it. And as you can see, this is the book which you can download on the website, uh, climatecrisiscatalog.com. You can see where you can get that book and it's free download. There you go. Okay, let's move on. Who are we? Well, I'm the old guy on the on the left and that's Jennifer on the right. <laughs> Tell them about yourself. Hi, I'm Jennifer. I'm the co-creator and founder of MetaHuman. I'm also a model and a mom of twins. And yeah, I just believe in living a lifestyle of sustainability and high frequency. And uh, me and my good, Doug, my good friend Doug here is about to share really cool, really futuristic ideas with you guys, how you can live a sustainable, futuristic lifestyle. So yeah, I'm that, just here to now, make a change, you know. You there, you mentioned that. Tell them about that. You, you sort yeah. of skipped over it. Yeah, so I create, um, I started like feeling like something needed to change and I didn't know what it was. I was lost myself and I just knew that the world was changing and everyone just like we all just needed help we needed to unite and we needed to just help each other heal from our past and eventually um new year's came around and i just woke up and i just felt like i need to do something i need to, this has been floating floating around in my mind and i wanted to make it a physical reality so i decided to start making clothing that is that affects people in certain ways because of the colors i i went to school for color therapy and I wanted to use that towards my clothing. Like for example, if you're somebody that's angry easily or get frustrated easily, then take a look at your closet. Maybe you need to wear more blue because blue brings out a more calm side of you and it helps you speak your truth in a more calm manner. And also with pink brings more loving, orange brings more joy. So to me, I'm like, why are people not using color to pick their clothes? So I just started to like make really colorful clothing, tie dye, all my clothes is eco-friendly, upcycle. And after that, I also um, play frequency music. I sage it so that when you get that piece of clothing, it's, it's not only just something for fashion, it is something that will truly change your life in whatever ways you want it to. If you want to get more abundance, if you want to get more fit, if you want to get more clear mind in what you are, who you are, what you want to do here, this is just a, a piece of tool I'm giving you to help push your consciousness and mood in that direction so that more opportunities and you're, you're more um, alert to notice these messages the universe is sending you. So yeah, so I'm launching soon, November 27th. I've been working on this for months and months and months and months, but I'm so excited to finally be launching and I have a list of people who are very interested in like having it, having one in their life and bringing some light into this gloom, especially gloom winter coming up, you know? So it's the perfect time for this. Good. Okay, well, let's move back to uh, what we're gonna talk about briefly here. Um, the uh, impetus for this whole uh, book website started about a year ago when I heard somebody mentioned, uh, said, what are you gonna do when you tell your grandkids, when they ask you, uh, what did you do when there was the climate crisis? How did you help? Um, when I thought was, well, okay, well, I'm, it's kind of not late, too late for me, but what I thought was maybe I could create an informational website and then people could find actual products and services that other people are offering that will help you right now. We don't have to wait for new technology. It's all here. And so starting out when in the book, I started to figure out 
how do we break this down? Well, you've got the risks um, of where you live. It depends on where you live, East Coast, West Coast, middle of the country, near water, near uh, mountains in the desert area. So it depends on where you live. And when you see in the book and in the website, the different risk areas, you can figure out where you are. The property, I said, well, I think this has got to be for like homeowners and businesses because they're the ones that are risking, you know, their property and their home with their family. And so you'll see the different ways of uh, how to protect your property. And of course, when you have that, you're going to need an energy source. Everybody's going to use energy. And with mm -hmm. the future, and actually now, um, the uh, just the other day, they said that uh, renewable energies are at a tipping point where they're cheaper to uh, buy and create than fossil fuels. So we're already at that point. Um, but again, you know, uh, I'll move into the, some other energy information later. The technology, there's always a gadget for something in your home, your car, and there's a whole list of those things you can see, which makes things efficient and make it easier and, and it, they cost less now. Food, there's, uh, we have to care about our food. Um, and where is it coming from? What's in your food? Um, we, we need to know that. And so there's different uh, systems to learn about how to figure out what's in your food. Um, mm -hmm. in, the, in the healthcare system, we've got Western medicine, we've got complementary medicine, which sometimes people call traditional Chinese medicine or alternative medicine but it's really not alternative, it's complementary. You use everything at once. And then the businesses, I had some information about how to, how to start up a business. Um, and there's a, a new thing, uh, which I'm calling green collars. You've seen blue collar workers, white collar workers. Well, the future will have green collar workers. All right, so that's what we're gonna talk about. Here we go. Risks, where do you live? You can look at the map. Now, Jen, where are you? I am currently in Vancouver, Canada. So AC. what does it look like rain and thunderstorms up there? <laughs> yeah, like lots of rain, lots of wind. Like we have a kind of an okay summer, but most of the time it's like rainy and like windy and cold in winter. Uh, okay. Well, that, that affects solar power, I guess. So, mm. yes, I think that would, because like, um, we do have months where it's pretty gloomy. Like it's, it goes dark by 4 p.m. and it's yeah. like really gloomy. But I would love to have a house with solar power. Like that's my go-to. Sure. That's the, yeah, that's the future. And, and you can look on the other uh, map here. You can see where, uh, depending on where you're watching this from, you see there's all these risks. There's hurricanes, ocean rising. Down in, in Florida, they, our son lives down there and, and the water twice a month comes up through the, the storm drains and floods the city. So they already got a water problem of, of ocean rising. There's floods where you can see flash floods all across uh, the, the, uh, the map. There's lots of snow problems and, and heat waves, drought, fires, all these things. What, why is this happening? I'll give you a brief science. When you put more moisture into the air, more water droplets into the air, and when you heat this because of the constant greenhouse effect, this has more energy. And so you have bigger snowstorms, bigger hurricanes, bigger, more stronger tornadoes. Everything is being larger and larger. And you see on the weather, which is just the daily atmosphere, it's always like this is a once in a hundred years storm. This is a, you know, they keep breaking the records year after year. 
Um, but the climate is something that happens over decades and, and um, centuries. But you can immediately see what's happening with the risks. So there's a, one of many uh, this year, uh, we had more hurricanes hit um, the East Coast over on our side. I, I, by the way, I'm near Washington, DC. And uh, they ran out of names uh, for hurricanes. So they went into the Greek alphabet. They've already gone through the Greek alphabet. So I don't know what they're naming them. One, two, three, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, the property, um, when you uh, have a business or you, even if you're renting, uh, you need to figure out what the hazards are in your area. And what you need to do is you've got to figure out what are you going to be your options. Um, if you live in a sunny area, maybe you should have some solar power. If you live near the floodplain, maybe you should elevate your house. Maybe you should move. You know, this is all of the, the uh, options that you have. But you got to make a plan. You got to make it uh, a priority and take action. I mean, that's this is it. You can't just sit there and year after year have the same thing happen. I keep watching these guys in the Midwest in the tornado alley, and their house gets blown up by a tornado, and they said, "Oh, it's just terrible. It happened to us twice before." And I'm like, "Why are you building the same house in the same place, and it's going to happen next year too?" Yes. It's, it's true. Why are we repeating the same thing over and over when it's very clearly that it's and, not working? Yeah, because they, they figure insurance is going to pay. Yeah, but my insurance is paying for their new house. Anyway, <laughs> well, here's one of the things that we got to do for your property. And this is the most unsexy part of, of the climate crisis is insulation and caulking. Now, <laughs> it's itchy sexy. Right. <laughs> My house, our house, uh, my wife and I wanted um, solar power. So we had the guy come and he says, oh, you've got trees that are like 60, 70 feet tall. They're beautiful um, Canadian maple, silver maple trees, but they block all the sun where you want to put your solar power. Your best bet is to insulate double pane windows, um, caulk everything underneath the house. And so that's what we did. And we had a huge... Uh, uh, reduction in, in energy costs. And so with the shade, we don't even use the air conditioning that much. Um, so we're, th this actually does help. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Now down in uh, Florida, I met this guy who uh, has uh, these company called Dell Tech Homes. And they started building these homes about 20 years ago when the first hurricanes were really getting stronger and stronger. And they made these round houses that are aerodynamic and elevated. So you can see when the big um, ocean water comes in, it just flows right underneath it and the wind just blows around it. And so um, you remember um, a couple of years ago, they had that uh, Puerto Rico was hit, right? It was only mm -hmm. two, or two years ago and everything was ripped down. And this guy had a picture of his house, and this was the only structure down there that wasn't made of cinder blocks that, that survived. So it was like, I said, I hate to tell you, but that's your best advertisement for your houses. Unfortunately, everybody else is homeless around them. So <clears throat> anyway. uh, that, that's actually really cool because it's just a slight change in design. You know, yeah. we don't pay attention to that. Like we, we're just, okay, this is the house that they made us. They know what they're doing. Let's just live in it. But like, if we just pay attention to just the shapes and the design of it, we can tell right away, is this going to help me with the wind on the water flowing through it? Show it's them like the, where you are. Tell them about the house you're in right now. 
I'm in a tree house right now. I rented a tree house to get away for my birthday. Um, this is my birthday weekend, and um, I'm in a tree house called the Bird House. And it's actually quite interesting. It's elevated up in the trees. It's really small, like just like a birdhouse, and there's two levels. But inside is super modern. But leading up to it is like a, a extension bridge with like lights and stuff. So it's really really modern and tiny, but like really nice. Like it's perfect getaway because I do feel like I'm just in the trees. And it, and it's all natural in here too, so I'm I'm really enjoying this little hut of mine right now. <laughs> <laughs> my my point was that people think when they uh, of a single family home that it's this standard model of of homes, and you've got to stop thinking about the old style homes that haven't changed in 150 200 years. We've got to think of new ways, like your your house. Yes, like we got to think about like Here. instead of like just accepting this is the house, this is what we made for you is uh, like yeah. realize that we actually have the power to change our house, change the style we live in, design it. We don't have to settle and then and then deal with the problems like um, natural cause crisis coming and then our house getting swept away, you know, like we can think ahead. We can plan this for our family. I agree. Here's a shot of the rising water in, in Miami, Miami Beach. And there's the uh, alternative is you come up with a house that's elevated and they have all these businesses that do that on the website. You can see all around the Atlantic and Gulf coast where the water's rising up here in Maryland. Also um, it's rising. And this is the, this is their answer. Simple tornado. Um, again, look at this house. It does look like a bunker, but it's going to survive. Look at that thing. Um, it's, it's got the glass that's breakaway, but the rest of the home looks, you know, it will survive a tornado or um, underneath. Now this thing here, the drought out in Arizona and, and parts of Texas and California for the last few years, this guy in Arizona came up with this thing called source water collector. And it looks like, you know, it's got solar panels. And what it does is it condensates the air, wa the water in the air and um, filters it and then it comes out drinkable water that you can put into your um, a, a tank which can go right into your faucet. The, the, I asked the guy, you know, would it work here in Maryland? He said because it's so wet and rainy here, I'd be able to get like 20 gallons of water a day. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, and because he's getting in Arizona and Phoenix, he's getting water in the middle of the desert. So, like why, why would we need to ever drink those like cheap tap water they put in bottles and dollars for you know like drink real eat, like yeah. natural water that's what yeah. i would like to do always oh, did i mention once you pay for the uh the thing which is only five thousand dollars the water's free it comes from the air <laughs> mm -hmm. exactly it's free and just like energy energy is also yeah. like around us too but it's just crazy yeah. that we have come to a society where we have to pay for it and mm -hmm. it has to be plugged in the wall to receive it it's, it's really so this eco-friendly home you can see there's all these different ways of you know um, insulating your house getting uh, energy to you uh, the, the light bulbs the, the wind turbines I, I i wouldn't recommend a wind turbine until you look at the wind turbine map and find out where you are but it's always good to have more than one source. Um, we have a generator uh, next to our house that during the times when we had really bad snowstorms and power outages, 
I flip a switch and the generator comes on and gives power to the whole house. So we're, we're the, me and the guy next door, the only ones that have power when the, when the electricity goes off. Did people come um, over? Did people knock on your door like, hello? Yeah, I, I run little, you know, extension cords to them. So I'm, I'm, a, good, <laughs> I'm a good neighbor. <laughs> Earth House, for those guys that live in the Midwest where the tornado alley is, this is what they need to be living in. The tornado would skip right over this thing. Um, you know, and it's energy efficient. Their energy bill would drop tremendously. They would, um, it's cooler and the heat and the same all year round. And I like the idea of somebody going, honey, go mow the, the roof, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, honey, I want this used to be an overgrown style. <laughs> Got it. Now, <laughs> energy sources, uh, like I was mentioning, solar, wind, geothermal, propane, hydropower, and biomass, really, uh, the first two are more or more practical as far as buying the um, the tools and devices, uh, and I'll I'll move on to that. So again, you can see the map. Where's the best uh, solar power? The um, down in Florida, all the way across the Midwest, Hawaii. I used to live in Hawaii. It was always sunny, and I used to live in Florida. Again, always sunny. They did have afternoon showers. But the thing about the solar power, there's two different things going on here, is that depends on who your electricity company is in that region. Because when you put a solar power uh, rack of panels onto your roof, they have to actually approve it because you're going to connect into the, uh, the, the solar grid, or excuse me, the energy grid. Mm. So if, if it's cloudy for two weeks and you have no electricity, you switch the inverter will switch back switch you back to the electricity coming from the pole uh, so but anyway you still have to get almost permission from these guys um, and then there's the battery storage so if you're not going live uh, with energy uh, sun being converted directly to electricity you have these new backup batteries and tesla comes up with some and there's about four main really big battery companies that that you can trust again are, there are everything i'm talking about is on the website and in the free book mm -hmm. the wind thing now you've got these these three different kinds that are predominant the the, the big one on the left everybody knows h a w t what is that that's horizontal axis wind turbine and those are the larger ones that that uh, cities and states and and energy companies have been using up and down the coasts and out in the Midwest, if you uh, drive up and down Kansas through Texas, where Tornado Alley is, all these things are everywhere. They're all over China too. Um, that's one in the middle. Uh, this one, the vertical access wind turbine, this is for lighter winds and it will actually work. So I, I like it better and it's smaller and uh, can work on your house a lot better than the other one. This mm -hmm. other one, uh, Vortex Bladeless. Now, these guys I met, they were in Canary Islands, which is a Spain, uh, off the coast of Spain. And they have created this new bladeless. And what happens is the thing wobbles in the wind. Mm. And then down here, where it's connected to the ground, there's a series of magnets that on, off, on, off, on, off, creates the direct electrical current. And this thing, there should be there should be a human next to it to give you scale. You see the the white line at the bottom. His head would be right there. So you're looking at you know, sixty feet in the air. This thing is big. yeah, it looks huge. 
but they have different sizes, you know, for, for depending on your thing. But I thought these guys came up with a new, a new idea, which is amazing. Um, geothermal, I thought about this one. This is where you take a pipe, usually PVC pipe or, or copper or some sort of a metal pipe, and you uh, dig into the ground either straight down, or if you have some yard uh, space like I do, you can go outward. Uh, if you're out in the country and you have a pond, obviously you can go through there. And what's going on is there's a, this heat pump is basically like a fan that's blowing 24 hours a day that uses very little electricity. And it's pushing air through these pipes underground it's the same temperature all year round so you've got this constant temperature in your house now the the downside of this is yeah it's expensive and it's a huge uh, messy you know dig up your backyard but once you do it you're essentially uh heating and cooling your house forever and you're off the the, the grid for spending any money on cooling and, and heating your home mm -hmm. it's, very, it's very ingenious depending on where you live um it works really good um, here in your in the country, you always see those propane tanks mm -hmm. uh, because they can, they can't they usually have electricity going to these homes, but they don't have a lot of uh, natural gas uh, like in the suburbs or downtown cities. So they have these propane tanks that they can come and fill up, um, and it will also run a heating and gas uh, furnace for your house, and of course cooking stoves can run on propane. So. Now this one I love, but I don't have this. <laughs> this guy um, in Europe has created this mini hydropower generator. And he lives by, uh, but you could use this up in, in Vancouver. There's lots of rain, you said. Yes, there's a lot of rain. I think this would be doable. Yeah. And, and yeah, there's lots little, of water here. Yeah, and this little turbine we would, you know, depending on, on how much water you get, um, and it just goes right on through. The little, the water goes down into the turbine and then back out the sluice gates or that the water's not, it's got to go somewhere, right? So, and now this one, the reason why I put this one in is, is, you know, home wood pellet stove for heating. This has got to be super remote to have this, right? I mean, this sounds like a, a wood cabin or something. Uh, but my, the reason why I use this is because on the right side, you can see the types of biomass. Now in Hawaii, we built one of the first garbage to energy um, electrical plants. And what it's doing is using the wood and the garbage and any green uh, things, instead of putting into a landfill, they burn this. They also have inside these uh, uh, burners, the, the filters that take out all the toxic uh, smoke and, and exhaust so it doesn't blow out into the, uh, uh, on the people. And so you've got just very little uh, waste um, you know, the whole thing about electrical energy hasn't changed in 125 years. It's basically boiling water, spinning a turbine, creating electricity. Um, nuclear energy boils water, spins a turbine, <laughs> makes electricity. It's the same thing for over and over. So this is no different. We have it here in Rockville, so it, it works. Now on to technology, we're moving faster. Um, there's a lot of gadgets you can see on um, the website and in the book that can automate your home. And this is huge because right now I have, uh, you know, the doorbell where you can see who's out front or the nest, which talks about the temperature in your home. And it, it, it learns when you're in the room and how much uh, heat and uh, air conditioning it needs. And so it alternates between heat and cold. 
And so it, it turns down low when you're not home and it, you, you don't activate the sensors. So it's, it's like it's, it's, it's learning. Mm -hmm. That's nice. And then, of course, you can do everything by phone. I can, I can regulate. I can't see my phone here. I can regulate all this stuff <laughs> by my cell phone. So if I'm, when I was in China this last year, um, our niece wasn't home, but I looked and I saw they had left the heat on. So I just turned it off. Uh -huh. <laughs> <From> <laughs> That's <China>. awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, and then, of course, here's the thing, the nest, the ring, all the different mm -hmm. things that are, you can see. Um, again, and then like, now they have a lot of these um, Amazon and, and the other groups, uh, major people, where you can talk to the thing. And it will do, it'll turn your lights on and off. And it's got, it's kind of, it gets complicated because you have to connect everything up. But it's going that way, where you'll be able to talk to your computer and it will do what you tell it in the house. Get, things are getting smarter. Now, on to cars. This is the biggest change going on right now, electric cars. If you've watched any television, the Ford Mustang is now electrified. That's coming out. All the Jeep uh, models are going to be electric. Hummer is G, uh, excuse me, is electric. And also uh, the F-150, which is the Ford, the best, the best selling car in the world. More people buy F-150s than anything. And they're, they're making that a hybrid right now. And mm -hmm. so my, my, what I was saying, if you can get, if you can get the rednecks to buy an electric car, gasoline's done. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, we need to like unite and just all get electric cars because let's, let's be real, like the gas prices are way too high. Where are they even going? And are you here? I've always wondered, like, am I buying when I buy the premium gas? Is it really premium gas or is it all just pumping up from the same tank? Because right. we don't see it. We're just paying for it. And, yeah. and you, yeah. I, I, I wanted to go back here for a second this this thing about the solar but no uh, I, i'll let you finish on the electric car but i really need to squeeze this in what's happening to make this better is that all the houses and all the buildings in uh, american essentially the world are connected or going to have solar panels and what it means is that your neighborhood or your city becomes an energy power source they, it's a generator so everything is going to be connected back to the grid and this smart grid means that um, everybody is, is like in a co-op. You know, this isn't some socialistic thing. This is talking about how everybody is going to be a power generator. So mm -hmm. essentially, you know, once you get these uh, panels up there and the government will help pay for all these things. This is part of the, the Green New Deal, at least in America. Yeah, repeat that again, the government will pay for all of this. So it's not really like you have to save hundreds of thousands of dollars to remodel your home. Like the government is saying, we're, we're here to help you. If you want to do it, we've got you. So why not use this right now to upgrade our homes to like something that is more sustainable, but also like way more modern and way more futuristic and yeah. way, way, way more cooler. <laughs> yeah. Like, your government's got us. We, we, this, is, this is it. We're in a unique time. With, with how society is, with, with all uh -oh, you froze. And a really time, and it calls for unique actions. Okay. Um, now we're looking at uh, the difference between organic and mass-produced food. Um, back in the 60s, uh, yeah, I'm all, that old, um, the Green Revolution hit the uh, America, and 
of the world. And we first time we were able to mass produce food uh, for the whole population of the world that was starving before. They used to have massive starvations in China and India. And the Green Revolution is what it was called that time. Um, uh, but unfortunately, to get to that mass-produced food, they had to use a lot of insecticides and pesticides and questionable land uses to grow it. Now we are sort of figuring out that it's poisonous mm -hmm. because of, uh, you know, the different, um, well, you can just taste the difference, but, you know, beginning with organic food. But the kind of food that you buy in Vancouver, where do you go and tell me about food? Um, there's a lot of farmer farms here, so you can actually go to the farms and buy like fruits and stuff like that they have um, grown, or you can go to the farmers market. But we also do have like superstore and all those like um, grocery stores that, unfortunately, I don't think carries like all organic food. But you know what um, I noticed with the food is that one time I bought an apple, and um, you know back in the day when you cut an apple in half and you leave it out for like two minutes, it would turn brown. Right, but now I noticed I cut the apple in half and I had to run somewhere quickly. I came back five minutes later and the apple was still white. And that to me was questionable. Like I was like, wait a second, what's in this? Why is it white still? And that kind of freaked me out. Like I didn't want to eat it because I'm like, that's just strange. Because I remember apples going brown so quickly. You got to eat yeah. that stuff out, right? <laughs> Natural. Well, the, the other thing I'm worried about uh, with food is that there's, there's food deserts um, in the urban areas where most, well, I don't say most, but a majority of people of color, uh, African-Americans, Hispanics live, and they don't have these whole earth or, or could afford going to whole earth foods <laughs> or, or even access to fruits and vegetables and things. There's a lot of just liquor stores and fast food places. And yeah. so there's gotta be another way where we can address the food situation to have everybody have access. Yes. I agree with you, Doug. I feel like the whole world, if we unite, we can share food. There's enough food for everybody. There's yeah. being thrown out, so much food being thrown out that are still perfectly fine, but it's not perfectly fine for the grocery stores because it's not perfect. Like the shape is a little different or it's smaller. So therefore it's, it's deemed uh, garbage. Yeah. But maybe they should put that in a crate and then sell it for a lot cheaper for people who don't have money for food. He's okay with eating not pretty looking food you know what i mean i, I think it's i think the big companies like safeway and whole foods should be held accountable and being able to because they make so many billions a year off us buying food there they need mm -hmm. to give food to the the communities that can't yes. or at least start white, smaller white. grocery stores there for god's sakes it's, it's, it's uh, insane to be thinking like why is there a hunger problem still around yeah. the world like when and then there's also parts of the world where everyone is obese and too much food why is such such out of why is this so out of balance yeah, food. yeah which leads me to think about the the healthcare and the western medications and supplements on one hand people you know will take a pill for you know all sorts of things but they don't think about the side effects nope and then but the supplements on the other side is the the big pharma is saying, oh, none of this works. It's all fake. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like billions and billions of dollars and yet it works. It, so you're fighting those people. The uh, funny thing is right now for the health and the, the vitamins is that um, government is actually um, trying to take the vitamins and um, um, labeling it now into the medicines and yes. bringing up prices 
as a medicine and you have to actually go to the doctor and get it as a medicine which is really strange because how can you how can you market um holistic remedies as a medicine on on the uh, website and in the in the book you can find out where to buy uh, supplements online mm -hmm. uh, or in your near you and it's that this is what it, all this thing we're talking about i keep referring you back to the website because this is where all the information is yeah, supplements are uh, the way to go like, yeah. like you can definitely take away all your medicine if you know what kind of supplements you need because a lot of yeah. times your body's just lacking a certain uh, a certain vitamin and if you get that you will feel so much better and it goes better and it goes from being happy to just being sleepy and all those um, allergies that you have can be cured with just supplements and you need the right healthy plant-based food the um, um which leads me to the who's been doing medicine for three thousand years and mm -hmm. uh, traditional chinese medicine which my mm -hmm. wife uh, does massage therapy we own a spa and uh, we have traditional Chinese medicine at home that we use. We, with those Western medicines, we kind of stay away from. And you yeah. can find these every in most major cities, and you can get everything online. So mm -hmm. try, you should try this for anybody out there. Um, yes, I definitely um, highly suggest that you should try the Chinese medicine holistic remedies. It really does work. Like I've done it for my allergies. I used to take five medical pills and a puffer for my allergies, and it didn't get any better. But not until I switched over to holistic remedies and eating the right foods did my allergy actually got better. Now I don't really take any pills, just one if it's really bad, but that's way better than taking five and a puffer and still wearing a mask. Yeah, your, mm -hmm. uh, your, photo, your visual shows the roof, which is kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, you can't see you. I can't, there you, yeah, I can see it. Um, oh, wait, 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 but I thought my camera was off this whole time. Oh no. Oh my goodness. The whole I time it's so I, I thought maybe you were doing something. I didn't know. No, no, no. On my end, it showed I had no camera. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I can see your hand. Oh. Now I can no. see you. Oh my goodness. Well, anyway, on to this thing about businesses. The uh, the future of what's going on in America, at least, is the green collar jobs, meaning who's gonna build this. Uh, a new electrical grid who's going to put up all of the solar panels and the windmills who's going to put up all of the, the windows and the insulation and fix every home and business it's going to take 20 25 years before we get there so there's tons of jobs for all these people in the rust belt here's the opportunity of a lifetime so when mm -hmm, yeah yeah and so on our, uh, our page the uh, the website there is a a link to uh, indeed and we've we've made a deal with them where you can go in and just type in and look for the green jobs you can find any job you want but we're we're trying to get people into green jobs right mm -hmm. i think this is the perfect time to hop on because you'll be one of the first to be on the right in the beginning of something massive uh, yeah. and that's when you want to jump on and get it and get it going so this is the, the the drop down or the landing page. It looks similar to this. I've, it's always going to be changing a little bit, but climatecrisiscatalog.com uh, is is it, and you can see all of the different things that we talked about: risks, property, energy, tech, food, health, work, government, and a couple of things that we didn't talk about that were not featured on here is the the fashion, and that was uh, Jen's uh, clothes and some outdoor clothes that you'll see on there and it'll link directly to her site. 
and then the Eco Watch, which is Jen's blog, where she writes about the, uh, the things that are impacting her generation and well, all her generations. But she's got a, you know, a perspective on it that's interesting, and, and that's that's also on there. And then you should check that out. Um, and then there's the download of the book, and there will be future stuff that we can download. That one's right mm -hmm. now. It's the free book that everybody can have because I'm giving away everything. Mm -hmm. I want knowledge, to. man. Free yeah. knowledge. Scoop yeah. it up, guys. Scoop it up. This is what the book looks like. And again, I based it on the whole Earth catalog from 1970, which again, I was there for the first Earth Day. Um, and I know I, I for the last what 50 years or whatever it's been, it's been a uphill battle of, of trying to fight fossil fuels and people that don't want technology and, and it's just been, I've been blue in the face screaming, but now it seems like we're at the tipping point where it's all going to happen. So I'm yes. excited and this website and this book will help people, you know, go through there. Uh, mm -hmm. oh, oh, I threw this in just to show, so we've only got a few minutes left. Um, the Great Conjunction. Yes! <laughs> go outside and you can see it now, uh, Saturn and Jupiter in this, this, page here where it has the planets are getting closer to each other within our eyesight they're not physically close together but in in line from view of earth and so when you look at it you can see all the different dates how close they get now off to the left on every one of these you don't see it is mars um they didn't put it in here i guess uh, but last night i walked out and i've been looking at mars for weeks and it was at its closest point to earth now, oh my what, God, what does all this mean? We've only mm -hmm. got a minute before this thing cuts off. It's going to be, it's going to be a paradigm shift. It's going to change yeah. everything, right? Yes. Good things. We hope. Yes. Get ready. Get ready. It's, it's going to shift your, your mental, your soul, your physicality. Like your, the whole world is changing after this day. So you need to just get with it. I get, get I agree. Us. Yes. Well, that's it. We've only got a couple of seconds left, but go to the website and go to um, uh, Jennifer's website and keep posted and we will uh, have another one of these uh, for you very soon. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I hope you learned something too, gain some knowledge. All right. Thanks, Jen. Mm -hmm.